Blog Talk Radio. Women have the power to transform this world. We can end crime and violence if we all agree to do one thing. Share. Let's share our wisdom, share our time, share our talents, share our finances, but most of all, let's share our love. This is The Female Solution. Join me, Naima Latif, every morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, as we bring you stimulating discussions about the issues affecting our lives. If you're listening online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution, press the blue button that says follow and get our daily topics every morning directly to your email and your smartphone. Hi, I'm Naima Latif, executive producer of the Female Solution Radio Show. We invite you to call in 515-605-9325 and participate in this daily think tank as we examine the challenges we face and develop solutions that restore peace and harmony. We are global transformers, changing the world from the way it is to the way it should be. We are one. Wherever we live on this earth, we are one human family. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to extend a greeting to all the members of our family, whenever and wherever you may be listening around the world. To our family in China, Ni Hao. In India, Namaste. In Japan, Konnichiwa. In Korea, Annyeonghaseyo. In Russia, Zdrastutsye. In Germany, Guten Tag. In Poland, Dzień Dobry. In France, Bonjour. In Spain, Hola. In Italy, Ciao. In Egypt, Athen Wasalan. In Ghana, Akwaba. In Nigeria, Peleo. In South Africa, Saobona. In Senegal, Nangadef. In Kenya, Jambo. In Israel, Shalom. In Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Saudi Arabia, Assalamu alaikum. Greetings, and may peace be upon you all. Welcome, 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 welcome to uh, the Female Solution this morning. My name is Dr. Debbie Green, and we're getting ready to go into Soulful Solutions. Soulful Solutions with Dr. Debbie Green. Let's do it.
Welcome, welcome, welcome. Again, this is Dr. Debbie Green on Social Solutions this morning on The Female Solution, Grand Rising, wherever you are. It's a wonderful day to be alive this morning. We have a special guest uh, for those who are watching on Facebook, those who are watching on YouTube. Please subscribe. We have a wonderful, wonderful guest this morning, wonderful guest this morning. Um, her name is Jessica Ingram. Oh, I'm not crazy. I am calm is the title of this wonderful book. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to have her with me this morning. Uh, again, you know, get your pen and paper out. I tell you what, even a recorder, you don't want to miss this show. Oh, excellent, excellent. Before we get started, I just want to just make just a few, uh, you know, inserts here. You know, in life, we are always challenged. We're challenged by so many things. You know, sometimes things get to a point, to the point where we think we can't go on, that we go through all of the changes that, that takes us out, you know, from abuse, from the past, from going through hardship, from going through trials and tribulations. But let me tell you something. There's something deep down inside of us that keeps us sustainable, keeps us maintaining, and that thing is called resilience. It was put there by our creator. It was put there by God. So as we are just doing it this morning, that's what we're doing. We are maintaining. We are maintaining our balance. We are maintaining our mindset. We are maintaining our, our even our being in this world. So I just want to let everybody know, if you get to an area that you feel you can't go on, Tap in, okay? Tap into that thing that's inside of you. Tap in. Tap in that thing that keeps you going each and every day. You are alive. You are well. You are strong. You don't have to be distracted from the world. You don't have to be distracted from people. Tap in. Sometimes we got to learn how to mind our business, okay? We have to learn how to keep ourselves in a certain posture. The brain needs a driver. What does, what, what is Dr. Dale talking about this morning? The brain needs a driver. Okay, just like you get in your car for those who drive and you put your hands on that wheel and you accelerate, you move that gear. Okay, that's the same thing that the brain needs. It needs a driver. So the greatest thing about this is once you know where you're going, you already know where you've been. Okay, so we want to get this journey called life executed. We want to go forward. We all want to go backwards. That's enough of that. It's time to go forward. It's time to leap out. It's time to break through. You understand what I'm saying? Life is too precious. It's too precious not to be lived. Enough people are existing on this earth. Some people are just drowning. Uh, They call it surviving. Okay, you got your head just above water, but guess what? You still ain't making no trade. You still ain't getting to the next level. Something is wrong. What is going on? Hallelujah. Oh, I'm just excited this morning. I'm real, real excited this morning. I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful to have the opportunity to share a story of triumph, to share a story of something where people say, oh, you never would have made it, huh? When everybody gave you up, when you got stepped on, you have gotten used, beat down, abused. But you know what? I'm telling you, one thing about pain, it will let us know how strong we are. If you haven't went through no pain, you don't know your victory. You don't understand your strength. Because once you go through pain, it's going to change your whole being every single time. So, again, without ado, 
I'm going to invite my guest on Facebook, YouTube. Here she is. Long time. Ha-ha. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome, Jessica Ingram. How are you this morning? All right, all right, all right. That, that's wonderful to hear. I'm so excited to have you on again. You know what I'm saying? Anytime I come into a presence of a person that has actually told life, hey, you know, I'm going to be the victorious one here. You know, through, through God that strengthens me, I am going to be the one to make a big difference in my life. I am going to take that stand and do what I have to do so I can move on, so I can be a stronger person. You know, I'm just excited about that because you know how many people that walk this earth that don't actually operate in that mindset, they always think they're forsaken. You know, they walk around with low self-esteem, damaged, thinking that they're damaged goods, thinking that they'll never, you know, go forward or never be any stronger than what they are. And, you know, it, it takes a person to to literally say, okay, that's enough. Okay, I know what I was. I understand what I went through. But I don't have to live like that any longer. I can, I can allow my mind to be free. So I want us to, you know, I'm going to stop, you know, moving my mouth. <laughs> I'm going to stop talking so I can hear just a little bit about your book or however you are the entry. You know what I'm saying? Because we, we want to know. What what this wonderful book is about? I'm not crazy. I'm calm. I'm not crazy. I'm calm. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Jessica. Mm-hmm. 
totally understand because we are spiritual beings, and the thing about this is, Jessica, you, because of the hardship and the the persecution that you were going through even as a child, you know what I'm saying, because, you know, God had his hands on you. He had his hands on you the whole time. He has his hands on all of us. But like I said, some are called and few are chosen. I'm going to say that again. Some are called and few are chosen. Some people are prodigies of God, which means that they have to execute certain things in the earth as in, in his divine plan. So what happens is they go through so much tri, uh, trials and tribulations at first. They go through so much hardship because he has to get us what they call tough skin. If you haven't went through any hardship, then you don't understand how to have tough skin. You understand that when, when, when the adversary comes towards you, then you have to know what to do and how to do it. Because otherwise, you know, you will just constantly be beat up and torn to pieces. But, again, he put you through a certain type of situation. So now in, in, in this season in your life, you are then now executing everything that's already been taught, ex- executing everything that's already been put in place, executing everything that has already been planned. And it's just beginning. It's just beginning. So, you know, as you continue to to move throughout life, you're going to realize something. You're like, wow, you know what I'm saying? It's going to, you're going to dawn or you're going to start having the different revelations, the same thing that you're going through right now, having different uh, different types of, of ways and strategies, uh, coping skills, but most of all, know how to deal with the outside world. So it's almost like a training ground, if I can, you know, put it in so many words. Because in order for you to, you know, do what you have to do, it, it, you have to be trained. There's, there's no way that you're going to be able to, to do the things that you need to do if you don't know how to do them. That only, you know, that makes sense, right? So that's that's what's happening. That's what's happening. So I want you to say um, also uh, tell us a little bit about, you know, when you came to yourself, like, you know, when you were younger, like you said, because you didn't have a voice back then. You know what I'm saying? There wasn't a voice back then. There wasn't a voice back then when it came to, you know, uh, how am I going to deal with this even as a child? You know what I'm saying? But some you, you were different. You weren't just like your normal child. You How did you maintain right there without, you know, losing your mind or without losing? I mean, what, just, just tell me a little bit about the tenacity and the resilience. Right. I was going through different supernatural encounters, and I, I didn't tell people the things that I was going through, the supernatural encounters, you know? 
me telling my story of all of these things I went through, and I sustained with drugs, smoking weed, sex, because I had already been touched on. I don't even talk about all the molestations and rape I went through. I was already being touched on and molested since a little kid. So I, I thought that that was okay. Oh. I thought, like, I didn't know. So I numbed myself, which wasn't numbing, with sex, sleeping around, women, men, drugs, pop extra pills, drinking, you know what I mean? Like, smoking cigarettes, partying, and that was the way that I coped. That was the way I coped. Right. Yes. That was the way I coped. Yes. And it didn't help. And you know the thing about this, no, it doesn't. It's just like a cover over a wound, but the wound never heals. It's like a Band-Aid effect. You see what I'm saying? Well, see, it the thing about this is, correct, you just, you just, you, you just, I just said it, and as a matter of fact, it is, it is, it is tremendously, uh, overwhelming that a portion of our population is going through what you went through. I mean, of our population, I'm talking about as human beings walk this earth, it is so much, you know, that the adversary, whatever you want to call him, Satan or whoever, the devil, the negative energies, is constantly taking the minds of God's people. They're trying to, but, but, but the thing about it is it goes through the hurt. It goes through the pain. It uses the pain. It uses the pain to make you think because they figure if you can think what you are, if you can forget that you are a child of God, you know, if you can forget that, then you can be something else. And that's what it, it thought it could do that to you. But you kept saying something so important, something inside of me, something inside of me just kept, kept rebelling, rebelling, rebelling. And that, that was the spirit of God, okay? That was, that was the Holy Spirit, that was the spirit of God that was inside of you that constantly reminded you, hey, you are not this person. Hey, you are not this thing. You are not the you're not this marijuana. You are not you're not. You are not. You are something else. And so when you answer the clarity call, the clarity call is when you start hearing it at the loudest areas in your mind and in your spirit and you then start about faith. That means he gonna show you your old self. He gonna show you your brokenness. He's going to show you all those things, and then it's going to make sense to you. You're like, well, I'm not, I am not, I am not what they say I am. I am what God says I am. And right, right that's right there. Right there is when everything changed. Because you finally heard it and acted upon it. And, you know, and so the human mind, Jessica, is like a, a, a large landscape, all right? So think about a landscape. It has to be pruned. It has to be edged. It has to, the weeds got to get cut down, all these things, right? So when the weeds, we're going to refer to the weeds as hardship, as abuse, as crisis. You see what I'm saying? As impactions of other people's negative energies, negative actions upon your life. We're going to call them the weeds, right? So when the weeds start to come up and they start to overcrowd the seeds, 
there's a change. There's not just a normal change, though. Guess what? You change from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. You get to let that wisdom then bursts from the scene. And that landscape I'm talking about, it bursts out. The weeds can't overtake them anymore because the strength of the seed bursts through the weeds and they die because they don't have no more no more uh, strength to try to cover up or try to smother. We all go through this, and this is called divine wisdom. Divine wisdom is there to let us know, even though something tried to take you out, even though you thought you was not going to make it, but when you turned around and you really realized, oh, I am the image of God. I am the strength that he put in me. I am who he says I am. That right there, my dear, is a whole nother mindset. It's a whole nother mindset. So we're about to take a break real quick, and then we're going to come back and uh, talk a little more. Uh, just keep joining us. Again, my name is Dr. Debbie Green. We are on Soulful Solution on the Female Solution. Stay right where you are on Facebook. Uh, subscribe. Let us know how you, what you think, and so that we can continue on this wonderful journey helping people. Because guess what? Somebody needs this today. Somebody just got decided to give up. But we are still here. Okay? Thank you so much. Just hold tight. We're going to go to a commercial. Do you worry about finances, family, health, jobs, relationships? Are you in pain? Do you feel stuck? If you answered yes to any of these questions, Help is available. Don't worry, you're not alone. It's part of the human process. You only feel this way because you haven't mastered the voices in your head. No hype, just down-to-earth, solid, workable tools and techniques that you can practice daily. It's really food for the soul. Whether you want to learn how not to worry about anything, reverse type 2 diabetes, publish a book, promote your product or service, or just make extra money. To take advantage of the deal of the day, go to zeldaspeaks.com or call 312-409-6619. Mention promo code The Female Solution and get free shipping. That's zeldaspeaks.com or 312-409-6619. Stop worrying today. Visit zeldaspeaks.com. Available seven days a week. Now under new management. Call us at the quarry at 773-663-2557. That's 773-663-2557.
right. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to Soulful Solutions. Welcome back. Welcome back. All right. All right. Welcome back to Soulful Solutions. My name is Dr. Debbie Green. If you're just joining us, uh, we are here talking with uh, Jessica Ingram, uh, the author, the poet, uh, the evangelist uh, that wrote a book, I'm Not Crazy, I'm Called. I'm not crazy, I'm calm. And, you know, right before we went to break, um, we were talking about how uh, she uses and was used the resilience, you know what I'm saying, but most of all, resilience is is that strength that's inside of us that God has given us, okay? Even though, like I said, when people get to the lowest areas of their life and they feel they can't make it, here comes this wonderful strength out of nowhere, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, man, I, I got this, you know? Even if you don't know what's happening, even though you might feel like you're falling apart, there's something that keeps you going, that keeps you constantly moving. And I want to ask you, um, uh, I want to ask you a question, if I may. Uh, did you have any siblings? Yes, I do. <clears throat> I do have siblings. Okay, all right. So the siblings, um, how did your sisters and brothers, or um, you know, while you were going through this, how did they relate to this? I mean, like, did you have to help them, or were they? Um, um yeah, the story is kind of like different. I, like me and my sisters were not close at all. Um, and I talk about in the book, I actually, the, the main two on, on my mom's side, um, the, their names in the book is Jasmine and Darius, um, okay. I believe. And, you know, because they didn't want to, I, you know, a lot of people's names are false. A lot of people's names are false to protect their identities, though I'm going to tell my story, you know what I mean? And then very few people's names are real. But... They were going, obviously going through their own trauma. We don't get along now because people don't want to face the truth. People don't want, people like to sweep things under the rug. People don't want to acknowledge, you get what I'm saying? And they don't understand me. They don't understand that this is a generational thing that has, you know what I'm saying, being broken. So, right. I like, I'm literally not, me and my siblings, we don't get along. And I don't get along with my biological family either. Okay. You know, because they're the ones that make me feel like I'm crazy and I call. Like, don't listen to her. She's crazy. You know, they, families, you know, they like to protect pedophiles. See, my story ain't really came out like that just yet. We just get started. Okay. You know, they, so I don't, like, they've been through their own shit and stuff, but me and my, me and my brother is something, like, we can't get along. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, me and my sister, we don't get along because, People don't understand that this is something that has plagued me because of our family, because of the sins of the family. You know what I'm saying? So it's yes. like they got their own story. They've been through a lot, too, but we didn't, like, when I was going through all that, I wasn't around them like that. Like, my brother, once upon a time, we were extremely close. So I talk about in the book, you know, when we were a kid and certain parts and stuff like that, like, but trauma, you know, it separate people. And when people don't want to acknowledge things or they want to make you feel like, oh, she's crazy. But my brother, I'm going to say this, my brother, I know for a fact he don't believe I'm crazy. 
crazy. He just got to heal. But I truly believe that at the right time that we will connect, you know what I'm saying, and God will restore that, and they will be able to tell their story at the right time because it's already been prophesied that this will happen because they got a story. And my sister, she actually worked for DCFS. She ended up becoming one of those to save kids that were beat severely. I talk about it in my book how my mother beat her severely. Like, my, you know what I'm saying? Like how the day when we got taken away, so it's like, that's a whole story within itself. You know what I mean? Like, I, there were times throughout my life where when I was younger, still young, but, you know, younger, um, my brother would try helping me, and I would run over there with him and my auntie, but my, he, he wasn't being treated right either. He ended up with family, and they do, they were doing him wrong, you know, starving him, and, you know, but... It's kind of like wait until they come forth and tell their story. You know what I'm saying? And just and, and facing the fact that I was suffering mentally because of generational curses. You know, some people don't want to. They want to blame you and not understanding. Like when I came out of everything, I was coming out of. I asked God. I said, God, why am I messed up? What's wrong with me? I'm literally behind closed doors, crying, asking God. And this is after, mind you, this don't talk about kind of like in my book a lot, the process of after, you know what I'm saying, being saved and all, you know, the healing for all of that. But I, I, I crafted, I'm like, God, the church, a lot of the churches said I can't be healed. But then when I read your word, it's saying that people who suffer from, who have fits of rage and hatred and, you know, all these things, they want to hear at the kingdom of God. But they getting up there preaching and saying that I can't be healed mentally or one minute they said I can't be healed and, I started to realize it was a double mind. So I don't know how they feel totally because my family looks at, like, when I say they was the main ones that walked around talking about me. They was the main ones that when I was out there going insane, talking about me. They was the one that when I had a sexual, high sexual appetite, talking about me. But talk about how y'all hit a pedophile. See, I ain't came out of tell that so everything. Mm. I have not really got right. to tell it. See, my spoken word when I come forth is gonna be something because I already got something that just dropped. I'm just, uh, I'm just, I'm just not scratching the surface because all my life people made me feel like I was the issue. Yes, we all have sinned and have fallen short of the glory of God. Yes, we all were born in sin and shaped in iniquity. But they don't understand it. So I was battling both sides of my family curses. This is why I was suffering mentally. So everything I was doing was a cycle. My mother was doing it. My father did. It. You know what I mean? And I almost became my father before I went to prison. I was getting ready to become a murderer. Talk about dealing with rage. Mm. Wanting to kill. Wanting to get out there and gangbang. Wanting to do... And, you know, and, you're, and you're wondering, like, why do I want to do these things? Because it's generational curses. Stuff that's been right. passed down. Right. You don't know why you want to go out there and kill. You don't know why you want to just get up and knock somebody over. You know what I'm saying? You don't know why you battling it mentally. Because it's the sinful nature. And when people... When you get parents that ain't broke that stuff and you have them and they and they not doing right by God and so that you can be raised up and out of, um, you know, how can I say this, uh, um, you know, in the Lord, that's what's going to happen. So, and it is a thing. It needs to happen. Actually, I was supposed to go through everything I was supposed to go through, so I, I'm not even, you know what I mean? But my siblings, now my brother recently, not that long, I'm going to be honest with you, he, we were on the phone and I couldn't believe it. He was telling me stuff he was going through. He went through. So it's things that happened yeah. in that house before I got took, before we got took away. 
I didn't remember. He told me that he seen oh. our mama get raped right in front of him. I'm like, what? I'm like, where was I at? You were in the house? I'm like, I don't remember that. So I don't remember everything. I can only imagine when my sister comes forth and tell her story from her point of view that I don't even remember. You know what I'm saying? So I know that it's going to be a time when they do, and I know that it's going to be restoration because do you think that I want to go through anything I went through? Do you think I want to go through mental health issues to the point where, like, there were times I would go in and out of disassociation, cussing people out, saying stuff. I don't even remember a lot of that stuff. Sometimes I was aware of what I was doing, and I couldn't stop it from happening, you know what I mean? And some some stuff, I don't even remember what I was saying. So my sister, she don't like me. She don't want nothing to do with me. She don't want to face the fact that my family, our family is cursed. Our family has deep hidden secrets. Our family had a pedophile. Right. My, see, I, I ain't going to sit on here because I really want to come out and say it because, see, I want my father to be saved. I want people to be saved, but nobody wants to talk about how my my mother, and I'm going to sit on here, I'm, I'm going to let it out, how my mother married a pedophile. But, see, people get mad if I say this. See, it's all coming out. I pray my father right. is saved because he went through it, too. See, we got to stop having mm-hmm. secrets. We got to stop. We got to start talking about people. They suffer from the simple nature, and if you ain't born again, you can't get into heaven. This is what's causing us to walk around abusing each other. And then we want to hide and make somebody else seem like they're crazy. Oh, she crazy. When I tell you my family talked about me like a dog. Talked about me. Talk about that pain. And you not understanding why am I like this? Why am I doing the things I'm doing? So you rebelling more. You rebelling more. You know what I'm saying? Like my biological family on both sides talked about me like a dog. And then I had my... One of my aunties had the nerve to tell me, like, I'm never going to be free. I'm never going to be, like, you feel what I'm saying? See, I'm going to tell you just like this. This book ain't even majority of my story at all. This is just scratching the surface. And even then I had to summarize some of this, too, because I would have been, it would have been a thick book. So it's like, right now I'm in a place of, like, fully accepting, like, I, you think you think I want to make my father look like that? But see, I gotta be honest, that you was the reason why my mama lost her mind. Because you was, you suffered from the narcissist disorder. But I understand because you went through your trauma, but you hit, see, when I came to my dad a long time ago, I'm like, dad, how did you, how did you have both your parents, but you ended up in the street like that, you was a gangbanger? Like, how did this, oh, um, I asked him about his parents. He, well, no, my parents were good. No, stop lying. Stop lying. Stop lying. Your parents wasn't no good people. Yo, I ain't, and the Lord was telling me, too, there people were into some stuff. You know, so it's like I suffered because of my, both sides of my family, and, like, my family and friends of the, and friends of the family, my biological family, they always talk, went around talking about, look at her. She a whore. And, I'm, and they to say they would say the other word, but you ain't talk about how somebody was molesting me though. You ain't talk talk about how we really got taken away. See, I don't talk about it deeply, cause I I've been trying to kind of like beat around the bush and make it into metaphors and similes. You know, try to still hide it. But God say, as you go forth, don't hide nothing no more. As you go forth, you know, tell it all, because this stuff needs to be broken. And my siblings. They will understand, right. and I pray, I pray that, I pray that my sister, Jasmine, her real, her, her, she, I'm not going to say her real name because she clearly, don't talk about me in the book. Don't mention my name. You know, people like that. When you know daddy was just touching on 
the more my mind is just, I, I'm, I'm coming last, I'm just like, it's like a whole movie. Like, I remember everything. And God is showing me the bits and pieces and showing me that indeed my, both of my parents, they were called to be together, but they did not get healed. They didn't get healed. And so they went through their trauma, you know, hit and pet a thousand in the family. Granddaddy's touching on, because just because somebody older don't mean that they're not a pedophile either. People are always talk about the elders that have done horrible things. You know what I mean? So I, I didn't mean to go on a rant like that because that's still something like my own siblings. It's okay. So, my brother. Hmm? What'd you say? I say it's fine. Go ahead. You, you have to say what you have to say. Yeah, my, a lot of things are so built up inside of you. Like you said, you can't even tell it all. No, I can't even tell it all. Like, because it's so built up inside have, of you. Yes, I have books. I have so many other books that's coming out, you know, eventually journals. You know what I mean? Um, I have I've just released my first spoken word, um, professional spoken word. Um, um, poem, but it's kind of like, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a song, and it's dope. It's been getting hundreds of views. The people are happy. God showed me they're happy that I'm speaking up, because some people would never speak up. You know what I mean? Right. People, so I'm yeah. now getting started, and um, my, my, my professional music video will be coming out within these next couple weeks, and I'm just, I'm just in a place where, like, we all got to be born again. We got to stop, like, nobody wants to face the fact and tell the truth. I love my father. I love my mother. And I wish they could have got the help that they need, right? We only want to walk around and say, oh, they're a narcissist. Oh, they're bipolar. Nah, both of these people went through some trauma. And this is what happens when you have kids and you don't deal with it, right? So I don't, I like, I got to release my father because you know what the Lord told me? I'm going to sing to him to walk him back to Christ. And when you walk him back to Christ, you cannot have any hatred in you. And you gotta and you gotta message to him with love in you. Mm-hmm. And because I want him to inherit the kingdom of God. And he may not never he may not never admit, I'm gonna tell it, but he may not never admit what he done, but he may not never want to tell his story about how he was being molested. About how somebody right. violated him, about how his mother was abusive, right? About how his father was abusive. He may not never mm-hmm. wanna tell it what him and his siblings went through, right? They gonna, some of these people are going to protect their parents into the grave.
she know what happened. She know what's going on. But you know, people like to have stuff. So. But my brother, my brother, he's watching me. The Lord said. And the last time I talked to him, we were like, actually, you know, something came up that really what separated us. But we were actually talking about stuff we went through. I'm like, whoa, I didn't know you went through this. You know what I mean? So to tell you that um. They were going through their own stuff. You know, I was never, I never talked to Exactly. Them. And, you know, one thing we, yeah, yeah. So um, how many, how many foster care did you, do you remember going through, Jessica? I mean, like, and what was that experience? Yeah, I think two of them I didn't mention, I believe. That's why I'm like, I really want to kind of go through my book and do a second edition, you know what I mean? Because when I read my book, it's so much that, you know how I fix it? I'm like, whoa, I didn't remember that. Whoa, I forgot to put that. Whoa, you know what I mean? Um, but I talk about this one main foster home I was in. I remember when we got to Gway, uh, me and my brother, we went to a shelter. And from there, you know, we went to this foster home, and her name is, in the book, I call her Miss Stewart. And I talk about some things in there, how the molestation and the um, how she was starving us. And she was a pastor. And that's where it came from. Like, I was like, God ain't real. Like, y'all are false. You know, I struggled with my beliefs. That's where a lot of my rebellion came from, too, because how was it that you in the church, you preaching, and you and you doing all this stuff, but you, and you molesting on kids, and your brother a pastor, he touching on me, you know? And so people think that molestation is pen- it's only penetration. No. If you touching on a kid, that's traumatizing, too. If you putting your mouth on a little kid or making them put their mouth on you, that's still traumatizing that's right. as well. Some, everybody deals, some, we don't never know what trauma is going to do to people. You can get eight people, eight women who went through the same trauma, and they all react different. Some of them, it never really affects them that deeply. Some of them, they never come back from it because they don't know how to try to get over it, especially if they don't come to God. You know what I mean? So I had these people touching on me. You know, I started battling with homosexuality because the cousin, the girl cousin, she was a little girl too, making me suck on her breast. That's traumatized. You know, I'm, and so when I'm growing I'm wondering why I'm battling with wanting to be with a woman and not knowing if I want to be with a man. And I, You know what I mean? I talk about that in the book. Mm-hmm. And I talk about how this lady, she was just so wicked. It's like, how is it that you say Jesus is real and God is real? But y'all, and, and I never, when I was in church, I'm like, I know what it is now. I hate that spirit. I hate that Pharisee spirit. These people in these churches have a form of godliness, but they deny the power thereof to change fully internally. So they walk around touching on little kids. They walking around singing with their mouth, but their hearts are literally far away from God. They are wolves in sheep clothing, and they trying to take, they trying to make you fall. They trying to turn you to be false. You know what I mean? So this is what I was yes. experiencing, you know what I mean? And I'm just like, I was just like, there is no God. God ain't real. I, 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 and, you know, the Bible says, a fool says in their heart there's no God. Yeah, I was a fool. 
And I was a fool who battled with anger too. And God is getting all of I'm God's fool. I'm still a fool a little bit. Because mm-hmm. uh, uh, anger resides in the bosom of fools. I know the word of God. Because you go to these churches, they tell you, you can't be, you can't be changed. You can't. Make up your mind. Can we be born again or are we going to, or not? Because, you know what I mean? Because this is why you. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yes. Yes, I can. Can you I can't hear you. Yes. I can't hear you. Okay. Hold on one second. We have some technical difficulties. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. Actually, we're about to go to a break. Here, uh, and uh, we'll be back in just a moment. Oh, man. God sent the monthly sun bill today. This sunlight is really expensive, especially during this season. I'll probably have to work overtime to pay it. Well, you better pay it on time. We don't want the sun to go out, and we're sitting up here all day in the dark. Wouldn't it be terrible if God charged us for sunlight? Well, thank God. The light and heat from the sun is free. So why are we paying such high bills for the energy we use in our homes? Because we don't know how to use solar energy, the free energy from the sun. You can convert your regular home to a solar energy home and save tremendously on your electric bill. Take a look at your electric bill. Wouldn't you like to reduce or possibly even eliminate that cost altogether? Let one of our solar consultants show you how. Call today, 312-849-3456, and schedule a free consultation. That's 312-849-3456. Do you worry about finances, family, health, jobs? relationships are you in pain oh man god sent the monthly sun bill today Part of the human process. You only feel this way because you haven't mastered the voices in your head. No hype, just down to earth, solid, workable tools and techniques that you can practice daily. It's really food for the soul. Whether you want to learn how not to worry about anything, reverse type 2 diabetes, publish a book, promote your product or service, or just make extra money. Take advantage of the deal of the day. Go to zeldaspeaks.com or call 312-409-6619. Mention promo code The Female Solution and get free shipping. That's zeldaspeaks.com or 312-409-6619. Stop worrying today. Visit zeldaspeaks.com.
right, all right. Welcome back. Welcome back to Soulful Solutions. My name is Dr. Debbie Green. Sorry for the technical difficulty that one may be hearing on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, for some reason, it's overlapping in sound. Uh, I do see, okay, all right. So we're going to go ahead and keep on going. Uh, let me bring my guests back because we had some sound issues. We can get that repaired. Okay, can you hear me now? Can you yes. hear me? <laughs> yes. Jessica, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay. You can you hear me? Can you hear okay. me? All right. I'm sorry about that. Can you hear me? Okay. Uh, yeah, I can hear you. Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, I think we have a little lapse in, but um, as long as you can hear me, we're, we're okay. All right. Um, I, I wanted to uh, actually talk about that, how your, how your siblings and everything, you know, was going through, but I can clearly see this was something that was happening in a, in, inside the family. Um, it's, it's very unfortunate that, you know, your mother and father went through, you know, transgenerational curses as well. Because one thing about uh, generational curses, it just keeps traveling down the bloodline until one is, it, it takes one. It takes one person to say, that's enough. That's enough. This is not going to go down into my descendants or, or their descendants or whatever. And that's when everything starts to change. That's when everything starts to, uh, like the newness comes, the, the new normal, as I would call it. But um, I just want to let you know that you are not your trauma, okay? You are not your, you are not your abuse. You are not anything but what God says you are. And as your mind is constantly being renewed, and see, people understand, when people are on, I, I want to uh, talk to the listeners. If you hear a lot of excitement in her voice, uh, here, you know, you, 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 if you've never, I can't even get the words out, if you've never went through trauma, you don't know what that feels like to go through trauma. Trauma is one of those things to, that it, it changes a person, it changes how they feel, and it puts them into a whole other mindset. But when you come back to oneness, when you come back to God, you come back to oneness. That's what it is. So all of the broken fragment pieces, all of the broken fragment pieces that, that was like, look like they'll never be put together again, it just kind of puts and molds back together. Will this take time? Yes, it does. It's not something that's just like this. It's not like you just snap your finger and it's done. It takes time. The reason why it takes time is because you got to heal. You know, just like a wound. You know what I'm saying? Let me explain it like this. If you go in into surgery, so when God, when he's doing spiritual surgery, he's taking out all the stuff that you don't need anymore. He's taking out the stuff out of your mind, out of your heart, out of your spirit, out of your physical body. And when I say taking out, which means that he, when he takes something out, he also puts something back in. He puts back in peace. He puts back in, in joy. He puts back in freedom. Because those things you lost. You didn't have that. You didn't have any peace. You didn't have any freedom because you was there were so many things that was happening around you. You see what I'm saying? So many things that, that people were doing to you. So the mind becomes totally confused, like, oh my goodness, what's what's going on, right? So when the healing bomb comes, 
And see, that's the healing bomb. Once we accept our faith, like you said, you have to really look at the trauma. You have to, like, so you can understand it. Because, you know, when you were, you know, growing up, you couldn't understand it because there was so much going on, you know. So as you're getting older and as you continue to grow, growth and expansion comes through knowing who you are. You've got your identity. Your identity comes back to you. Even though it might have been tampered with trying to destroy it, but the identity comes back. What is the identity? The identity is the image of God. That's what it is. That's the image. That's the thought process, right? That's the process, uh, the thought process that keeps you going. That keeps you going. That keeps you focused. You see what I'm saying? It keeps you focused because it's easy to get out of focus. And it's easy. And we don't uh, allow ourselves to remain present. Remaining present means, okay, I am who I am. I am who God says I am, and I am going to remain present. Okay, we may visit the past in our minds. I call it mind travel. People mind travel all the time. They mind travel all the time. You know, we go back in the past and we're trying to figure out, wow, I went through all of that. Wonder why that happened to me. Why did I say, but then what, what has to be real careful, a lot of times we pull that past back into our here and now. So what we did, we call what they call a spiritual collision. It starts to collide. The past starts to collide with the present moment. And then you're going to feel that. You're going to feel that in your whole being, right? So if you go through, and I'm telling you this, Jessica, if you go through those changes, it is because that's what's happening. Sometimes we feel like, wow, okay, I'm concentrating. Everything is okay. Everything. Then all of a sudden I feel a little discombobulated. Okay. So the being is still trying to balance it at all. It's trying to heal from the trauma. That's what it's doing. And, you know, I'm so glad you're not a great pretender. You're not many people that are pretending that it's all right. You are not a great pretender. I'm glad that you you came out and you allow yourself to be present. Because being present is like, okay, look upon me. I'm I'm transparent. I'm transparent. Yes, this happened to me. But I'm still here. I'm still here, but not only am I still here, I'm doing something with the pain. I'm turning the pain into glory. I'm, I want to rescue someone. I want, I want to be able to be the evangelist that God has called me to be. Because you got right now, you have children. You have children. You got uh, uh, adolescents, like teenagers, that have been going through this where they even saying nothing because of the, what their mother or their father might say. They ain't saying nothing. You know what I'm saying? They're not, they're not speaking until they get to a certain age, even if they're adults. I think mental illness is caused by childhood trauma. That's what I believe. It I does. Believe it's caused by childhood trauma. That's, one, that's, that's definitely one way. And if you born, yeah, because think about it. If the world never had, so if the world, if Adam and Eve never did what they did, there would be no sin. There would be no trauma. Trauma comes from the simple nature. It comes from that generational because some people don't even, like, go through a lot. Because I went to school, you know, I went to Columbia. And I went to school with, like, a lot of middle-class kids that have money. And they got mental health issues. And they don't even know their they identity. So what God was showing me, some of them went through trouble, but some of them, their parents did things as well. You get what I'm saying? So all of it comes from trauma. Or some people, and here's the thing, 
fear. Children of God, they don't fear. So if you battle with fear, you have yet to be made perfected in the love of God. That's a soul issue. All of it is a soul. I say, you know what I praise God for as I'm speaking on to y'all, to y'all, y'all encouraging me. Because I've been going through some stuff, coming through some stuff. I ain't going to But see, all this has to happen because it's a part of my story because people ain't going to have to go through the same thing I went through in these churches. They're going to read they read your Bible. <laughs> if you're a Christian, you coming up, study yeah. your word yourself. If it's not, you're going to get tricked because they, they real good. Okay. They know how to profit. Mm-hmm. You be sitting up there like, man, how you know my whole picture? They don't mean nothing. <laughs> They don't mean nothing. I just seen some stuff, and I'm, I'm like, Lord, you are real. So, you know, I I, I, I just want to say as I pass back over the mic, I thank God for y'all because y'all encouraged me on today because I just thank God everything I've been through because God say that people are going to get totally set free. It ain't going to be no playing around with people. I, like, you plan around with people, uh, man. See, a lot of people lose yeah. their mind in church because you got manipulators behind the pulpit. You got manipulators in leadership. Gaslighting will make you lose your mind. Manipulation, somebody manipulating your mind will make you lose your mind. People using the word of God, twisting it to play on your mind. You walking in the prophetic and you know you ain't healed and you got a manipulating spirit, that stuff will make you go insane because it happened to me. I'm trying to heal. I'm healing. But then you got leaders over me. That's manipulating me. And I'm wondering, like, why the heck I got a double mind? Oh, because the leaders got a double mind. The leaders don't know if they want to be with God and don't want to be with God. That's causing, that's causing mental health issues in the church. You got a, you double mind and unstable all your way. I'm wondering, why am I, I'm healing, but why I feel like I keep getting pushed back? God said, I'm allowing you to go through this, because let me show you how. They can prophesy and tell you everything about yourself in this act, because the gift they're going to be taken away. They can cast out demons. They can lay hands on sick. You don't see But these people are not from me. Let me show you what they do behind secret. They going and doing this, and they going to they taking people money. Let me show you what they doing. Let me let me show you the wickedness they doing. They are workers of iniquity. So if you don't read your Bible, you don't got a true relationship with the Holy Ghost. Oh, you'll be like you'll be just oh you'll be very true. Uh, yeah, you'll be blown away like oh they can tell me my future. Oh, they know my life. See, they're going to be used, but that don't mean they're going to heaven because, see, they, a lot of people going to be being used. They're going to they win a lot of souls, and some of them souls going to truly come to their identity. But they are preaching, but they are disqualifying themselves. This is what I've had to go through. And I thank God because y'all encouraged me on today. I thank Ooh. God uh, for, for, for all of what I went through because guess what? God said you're going to get up there, and you're gonna be, you gonna, you ain't going to be a pretender. And you gon' and you gonna tell the truth, and you gonna be made whole, and people ain't gonna have to go through all that. You have to be a frontliner. I, I I I used to ask I used to ask God like, Lord, why I have to go through all of this? Why I have to go through all this in the church? Why they why they attacking me like this? Because God said you my real one. They don't accept real prophets in the church, not the real one, not for real, for real. Right. You oh you may be compromised if you a prophet. Yeah. They got compromised prophets in the church too, but the real ones they not really in there. They are sent in there to sit there for however long God said to sit there, where they got to stand up and get the rebuking and, you know, doing what they need to do. But the real ones, they are not inside of the four walls because if not, you will get indoctrinated and you will be false like them. I ain't trying to go all off. But I, 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 I think that dealing with the stuff coming from the world with the seed of being coming to church, and you telling me y'all, y'all full of jealousy, envy, fighting over titles, 
do you not know none of that's going to matter with you? God don't care because you a prophet. You're not going to be known by that. You're going to be you're going to be judged. You're like, did you do that? Okay, the prophet, you're working with your niggas. So y'all fight over titles. You fight over who can prophesy the best, who can. <laughs> These souls are here dying. And y'all worry about the, God say, I'm trying to tell you what's going on. A lot of these people, the Bible says what the Bible says, that narrow is a path, only few find it. How I come out the world and I got, I'm trying to get healed. Oh, because I was becoming whole and y'all don't want to see me become whole because y'all want to keep me in bondage. You just want to see me healed enough, but you want to use me because of my gifts. You don't care about my soul. You care about my gifts making you money. So you want me to be false like you and go to hell with you. Mm-hmm. See, that's the whole story with this. Oh. It ain't in this book. I'm sorry. It ain't in this book. This is just one of them. But, and then you got people, a lot of Christians who, or believers who are blind, they constantly want to take up for these people. I feel sorry for them, because the Bible talks about y'all too. I feel sorry for these people taking up for these people, having these people sitting down, getting, having sex with their members, sitting up there prophesying, going to touch on little kids. These people are in trouble with God. I'm just, I'm sorry to be going all off, but this is what I'm coming through right now. Like, it's it's shocking when, like you told me yesterday, you said, baby, you just got to call it what it is. It's a whoop the shit. Uh-huh. No matter how you want to put it, no matter how much they prop that to you, you got to accept it and call it, it. Uh, it what it is. That's a whoop the sheep clothing. And though the gifts still work, they don't mean they going to heaven. Because the gifts, they call us coming out with pistols. They were called, but, what, but, but they did not fully transform it on the inside. So they walk around herding sheep. They walking around manipulating us because of our wounds. They stopping. Mm. They're hindering God's people. Woe unto them that scatter the sheep. Woe unto them that abuse God's sheep. Woe unto them that it's like you can't have to fear the Lord. You should have said you preach it, but you just oh yeah you've been giving over to reprobate man. Ain't no way that you can have the man of Christ and be doing something like that and not feel sorry in turn. So I come to my message. As I continue to within these next couple months, when I come January, I'm coming. I'm coming with all power in the Holy Spirit, and I'm telling you, say, don't you ain't a pretender. I ain't been a pretender. I don't care who get mad because I've had people get mad at me for saying certain stuff about you. I don't care. I'm gonna, I'm gonna speak the word. And guess who I'm leading people to? I'm gonna lead them to the. I'm gonna lead them. That's it. No God himself. Because if you don't, you're going to be tricked, and you're gonna go to hell with them. I'm done right now. I'm, I'm, I'm not even exactly. on the and everything like that. But I, 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 let's be honest. It's all right. I don't look it's like okay. Let me tell you something. I, it's, it's okay. It's, it's all right. Let me, you know, I always tell people, I say, when a person is, is speaking out of their spirit, they're speaking out of their soul. Okay? When you're speaking out your mouth and out of your spirit, you're speaking out of your soul. So whatever needs to happen or whatever it is, it is for this divine moment, what I want to do is, I want you to tell everyone where they can get your book. So, yes. you know, tell, tell them where they can get your book, okay, where they can purchase your book. Okay, so you can go on my website. My website is www.jessoreal.com. Um, it'll be two, it's, okay, so that'll be two buttons you can click on. You can click on the button where you can um, order a signed copy from me, and I'll put, like, a, you know, an encouraging word, whatever I hear the Lord saying, you know, like, just encourage you um, from that. And then the second button is where if you want to click that button and it'll send you right to Amazon, you can order my book off Amazon, and you can download it off Kindle um, on my website.
also purchase it on Amazon. Okay, that's, you know what, and I know there's going to be many, many books that's going to come out of you because you have a lot to say, but most of all, a lot to write about. And this, again, this is a, this, this is a I believe, just a wonderful opportunity for us. We never know who's listening. We never know, you know, who is, is, is at the point of like, wow, you know, I'm, I went through this, I went through this, and I need to, you know, get strengthened. You know what I'm saying? And I, I went through this. I, I'm, I'm at the point where I'm giving up. You know what I'm saying? I mean, childhood trauma is one of those things that a lot of people hide. And the thing about it is they don't often talk about it. And it's, it's so deep embedded in, in their mind to the point where they they don't even know how to handle it anymore. And it comes out yeah. in their everyday life, even as adults. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's going to come out how you handle in your relationships. It's going to come out in your workplace, in your business. One thing about the inner child, the inner child will not be quiet. No matter no. what, no, the inner child, it ain't going to be quiet. It's going to come no. out in some kind of way because it has to be heard. Yes. It has to be heard. You know, in my practice, um, Jessica, you know, where in my career, uh, I deal with people that have been through a lot of inner child trauma. And the thing, the thing about this is it's mild, moderate, and severe. And one thing, and these are adults. I've seen adults as old as 78 years old, and I can still see their inner child trauma come out. They could be talking to me, oh, I've been through depression, I've been through anxiety, I have bipolar, I had this since, you know, since I was 13 years old, and, you know, I'm still battling through this. And because I truly think, just as you said, one does not come to a wholeness or come to yep. heal until they really realize their identity in God and their identity yep. in Christ. Their identity. Yep. You have to know yep. your identity. Yep. And because if you don't know who you are, you will be tossed into, I mean, in your mind, yep. you will lose it. Yes. You yes. will lose it. We are, yes. we are independent. We are independently living on this earth. Everyone has a thumbprint. No one has the same thumbprint. So what does that mean? That means God created you for a purpose. So those gifts that's inside of you, they're not going anywhere. They got to come to the earth. You see what I'm saying? But the identity also has to be like, oh, okay, here I am now. You know what I'm saying? I know who I am. I know who I am. And when you know who you are, I am is the first one that you're going to say. I am Jessica. I am Dr. Debbie. I am is God. When he's when he first, the great I am is first. That's when everything, everything comes and puts itself in order. It puts itself in a place of peace. That's what it does. So I'm excited about that. I know I had uh, a caller on the line and I'm going to try to get to that. Uh, please forgive me. This is the first time I worked the switchboard, so I'm a little rusty, but I'm going to be practicing from the day on because all of the interruptions that we had on Blog Talk are not going to happen again because I'm going to be practicing so I can do the, uh, again, the, the, the 
back here. So um, let's see. Um, we're going to go to a commercial here in a second, and then I'm going to take a call. I think the caller is uh, definitely 773-366-7615. And uh, the mic is, is going to be open, so we definitely want to take that caller. And for those who are, you know, for those who are listening, um, please know that you are not your trauma. You are not your trauma. You have to allow yourself to be free. And the only way to seek free is seek your identity and also seek the creator that made you. He designed you. He knows who you are. He, he, he understands all of the pain that you feel. Just, again, just, just keep focused. Don't give up. Well, sometimes we'll give up, but we won't give in. You know what I'm saying? Don't give up. No matter what happens, you keep going. You keep growing because there's, there's a place that you have to get to, and it's in a divine plan. So we're going to take a break. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Jody Susan of Susan Essentials is certified by the number one functional medicine doctor on plant-based healing essential oils, which are revolutionizing the way we manage our well-being. Schedule today to take control of your health. All right. Do you want to live in a world without war? Join our global peace movement. Heavenly Culture World Peace Restoration of Light transcends culture, religion, ideology, and other boundaries to achieve a peaceful harmony in the global society. HWPL is committed to bringing world peace and cessation of war through peaceful dialogue between religious groups. I am Director Shin Suk Kim of the HWPL Chicago branch of North America. Join us for our next gathering. Call 773-580-1501 and be a part of the movement for world peace. Email us at chicagohwpl at gmail.com. What happens when a group of people are kidnapped from their homes, smuggled away in chains, and held captive in a foreign land where they are tortured, raped, and forced to perform hard labor by the lash of a whip and under the constant threat of death? Slavery, the African-American psychic trauma. What happened to the doctors, writers, scientists, builders, educators, and spiritual leaders from Africa's golden age? Who did they really capture and sell into slavery? Are all African Americans suffering from psychic trauma because of a conspiracy to hide their true identities? Do you have psychic trauma? Take the test on page 22 of the book and see. 
Order it online today at www.naimalatif.com. That's www.naimahlatif.com. And get your personally autographed copy of the book, Slavery, the African-American Psychic Trauma. I'm Beata, your Holistic Life Coach. These days, it's more important than ever to work on your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. Are you consciously breathing deeply in stressful moments? Do you have a plan or daily routine to maintain balance in your awesome body? Are you struggling to be disciplined in your eating habits? When you partner with me, I'll help you develop a personalized health plan that works for your particular lifestyle. You can find out more about me at yourholisticlifecoach.com where you can also review my three-step protocol to guide you to abundant health. That's yourholisticlifecoach.com and I'm Viato. All right, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back uh, to Soulful Solutions. My name is Dr. David Green, and it's wonderful having you on our show today. And if you're looking on Facebook or YouTube, please, uh, definitely YouTube, please subscribe to our channel so that we can have more information for you. And we would like to know what you feel about our topics of discussion. And if you're watching on Facebook, thank you, thank you so much for being with us today. And, again, apologies for the technical difficulties because it does happen from time to time. Uh, we have such a wonderful guest on, and she's still with us. She's just back screen for a second. And I just want to uh, actually just let you know that, you know, regardless of what you've been through, regardless of what you're going through, please understand your trauma is not, your victory. Your trauma is not your victory. Your victory is when you make a decision to do something different, to step away from your pain, to step out of the things that you are battling with each and every day. Sometimes we think that we must continue the same things over and over and over again. No, where is that written down? That's not a law in life. Things have to change. In order for them to change, you have to say that's enough. I don't want it anymore. I'm done with that. And you have to mean it. You have to draw the line in the sand. And when you say that, all all hell going to break loose. Trust me. That's because now the, the powers that be can no longer control your mind. They can no longer control your your situations. They can no longer control you. And so they're gonna, you might have all kinds of collisions, ongoing stuff that's, that's going to keep happening 
over and over and over again, but that doesn't mean that you're not going to make it. So you just stay focused and just continue to do what you're doing. Don't be afraid to live. Don't be afraid to live. Like I said, we don't have time to just exist. We have to live to live. A lot of times that's what we're doing. We're barely surviving because we're living for what somebody else is doing, what somebody else has did. You know what I'm saying? So what I'm going to do, I'm going to bring uh, Just So Real back on in just a moment because, like I said, she's uh, just getting hurt. She has some technical difficulties. And, uh, again, she is a young lady that's on fire, and I'm so glad. I am so, so, so glad that she allowed herself to be transparent. You know how many people, again, as I said it before, they've been suffering, but ain't nobody saying nothing. Ain't nobody saying nothing. So, you know, our goal is to reach those who who are suffering and letting them know you don't have to suffer no more. You don't have to suffer no more. Let your bell ring. Let your, let your whatever. Just, just, just start, like, cutting things off, cutting people off, toxic people. Cut them off. You don't have, you don't have to be engaging in people. You don't have to live for nobody. Live for yourself for yourself, and that's very important because if we don't live for ourselves, then who are we living for? All right, so I'm going to invite Jessica back on for our last 29 minutes. All right. Yes, okay, we're at the top of the hour. We got another, we have we have a few more minutes. I, I, did you hear me? Can you hear me? Okay, we at the top of the hour. We got another...
you know, and now that it's over, I'm like, Lord, I thank you for allowing that to happen because you got to the root, the very root. Yes. So, and the Lord was showing me as well <clears throat> that it was always leaders trying to stop my healing. It was never that the Holy Spirit could never make me whole just like that, right? It was leaders and false doctrine and beliefs that, and it's how you know people really have an account of God because I'm like, so it's basically we're just coming back into the original state of our identity. It's only, it's basically a perspective of how you look at the trauma you've been through. That's what keeps you in a cycle. So I want to say this, that you can be whole. No, not just healed. Not just healed in certain areas of your soul. Your soul, which is your mind, emotions, and behavior, which directs your will, can be made whole. And I'm here to tell you, because this is the message that I'm taking out to the world, that you can encounter the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit. And when you get filled up with the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit can heal your mind completely. And here's the thing. Just like Dr. Debbie, she's doing the real work of therapy. Not this false therapy where you're going around and you got to keep coming back talking about the same thing. you like, what's going on? It seems like it's getting worse. No, getting to the root of the issues, right? So that's pretty much my message. You know what I'm saying? Like, turn to Jesus. I, you know, I don't I don't have any other message. I'm going to be honest with you. Like, after all the stuff I've been through, after, can I say hell? I'm not cussing, but after all the hell I've been through on this earth, the stuff I've seen in the church, I don't have any other message. I really don't have nothing else to say to turn people to anybody else because after what I just experienced. To be honest with you, I would never probably ever turn no person to no church. You know, so I'm not saying that there's not a small remnant left, but after what I've experienced, I don't want to be held accountable for somebody else going to one of these churches. You get what I'm saying? And something happened to them. So what I'm going to say is seek the Lord. The Holy Spirit can heal you. God can heal you. And here's the thing. If you struggle, if you are struggling with your faith, like, get in contact with someone like Dr. Debbie who actually truly believes, you know what I'm saying, and that can actually, you know, because the Bible says that there is um, um, safety safety in a multitude of counselors, but there's not safety in a lot of these counselors. Keyword, safety. Safety is security, stability. See, we never want to go get. We never want to get the revelation. We would never want to study in the context and get the revelation. Safety, security, not cycles. So, mm-hmm. it took me a minute to trust therapists because I had therapies, therapists like traumatizing me. Like I'm talking about demonic manifestations, saying you'll never be healed. You always be crazy. I'm talking about I was traumatized, and I mm-hmm. never wanted to trust a therapist again. And so a lot of my healing has come from in a secret place, me writing. I'm going to tell you this. Young people, get you a journal. Start journaling. Talk to God. That's how you can begin to deal with your relationship with the Lord. Begin to express your emotions. Whatever gift you have, if you know how to do rap, if you know how to do poetry, begin to express yourself. Begin to let these things out in a, in a healthy way. Start to express yourself because there is freedom in expression. So that's my story. And I just want to let you, God is real. I'm healed, but God wants me whole. And the church was trying to stop me from becoming whole because they wanted to keep me in bondage still because they saw the calling on my life. And a lot of leaders, I hate to say it, they are jealous. They're they, they keeping the sheep in bondage. They don't want them to go beyond them. That's a, that is something wrong with that. And these people are in trouble. So I say, turn 
to the Lord. Turn to the Lord. Turn. The, I don't have many other message. The stuff I, I saw and the stuff that I'm seeing in the spirit, I have no other message. But the only way to heaven for me is what I believe is through Jesus. I have no other message. I have nothing else to say because I've seen right. the devil in the pulpit. So I don't have any. I'm, I'm crying now. I have no other message. I'm so serious. This world is going to be laid bare. The, none of the things of the flesh is going to please you. I don't care how good you look, how fat you look, how big your booty is, how passing you is. How tr- Listen, you ain't, if you ain't born again, you ain't going to get into heaven. I have no other message because I've seen it all. I've seen the devil in the pulpit. I've seen people prophesy to me and be accurate and do all type of stuff for me and literally try to take my soul. So I'm telling you to run into the secret place. Find Jesus. Get filled with the Holy Ghost. But don't just get filled with the Holy Ghost. Be fully transformed by the Holy Ghost. Because if you could see, this is what's dangerous. We walking forth and I get for we're still wounding people. If you got triggered and you're trying to go out there and preach, and if somebody comes snap on you, you trigger on them, you want to be held accountable. You know what I'm saying? There will be. All of these things are going to happen. It's going to happen because it's already illustrated in the plan. It's already illustrated in the plan. It's already illustrated in the plan. Jeremiah 29.11 clearly says, I know the plans I have for you, not to harm you, but give you hope for your future. The world might have tried to harm you, but God got the plan. He got the plan. He got the plan. And you're executing that each and every day, each and every day, each and every day. That's why I told you, I, I told you yesterday. I said, Don't let don't let that chitter chatter get in your head. Don't let what people say or what people do. You gotta walk like you gotta walk by people just like they're pieces of furniture. Just sitting there. You know what I'm saying? You gotta see them like passing cars. But sometimes we don't need to respond to everything we hear, everything we see. You know what I'm saying? Because that pulls a little bit more of our energy. It pulls a little, it, it distracts us a little bit even more. No, we don't need no distraction. You know, just like a horse is on a race. His goal is to make it to the, the goal. He wants to win the race. So this peripheral balances, which is blockers on him, so guess what? He he's not. This is not what he's doing. He's focused. So stay focused on the prize. Stay focused. Stay stay focused, and you know, love yourself through it. Because that's what God is for. He wants you to love yourself through it. He wants you to take time for yourself. Because He knows that you have a heart, a big heart, and you want to give it out to the world. And it, and you know, the way you give it out to the world is by speaking. And let them know who set you free by writing and let them know your story. Just as you do it. And let me tell you something. That's enough for him. Sometimes we don't feel like we, am I doing enough, God? Am I doing enough? You know what I'm saying? You have, you have billions of people that walk this earth that don't even give God the time of day. They don't even understand the gifts that's inside them that need to come to the world. You see what I'm saying? And the thing about this is when the pain becomes so severe. When it becomes so severe, you ain't got no other choice but to do something because you got to get some wiggle room. So your wiggle room is just going to keep keep you going. 
So he's like, wait a minute, get up off me. I got to keep going. I got to keep going. So what's the rule that's going to keep, keep you going? So he's like, wait a minute, get up off me. I got to keep going. I got to keep moving. I got to keep going. So, again, thank you so much for allowing me to be a part of your world. And I hope we will definitely keep in touch because I would love to, to help you in any of your endeavors. You know what I'm saying? To be your mentor, to be your guide, to be your sounding board, to be your prayer partner, whatever. Whatever part I got to play. You see what I'm saying? That's fine with me because you are still young. How old are you? You? I just turned 34. People think I'm like in my early 20s. <laughs> I just turned 34 August 19th. Yep. August 19th, 34 years old. You are a baby. And I say baby to me because, you know, I'm much older. I'm old enough to be your mother. You feel me? So thank you so much for being a part of uh, the Female Solution or Social Solution. We're coming to the end of our show, and I just want to let you know, I truly appreciate you. And again, Facebook, if you were watching, go buy the book. You won't regret it. www.justsoreal.com. Go on Amazon, look for it. You won't regret it. It's a well-read, and I'm going to purchase a few of them if I can give the people. And I just want to thank you so much. So you stay empowered. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for your time. We've come to the end of our show today, but you can hear every show in the archives at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the dash female dash solution. You can also hear today's show on the Female Solution Facebook page. Go to www.facebook.com slash the female solution. Leave your comments about today's show. You can always reach me on my website at www.naimalatif.com. That's www.naimahlatif.com. Watch our TV shows. Listen to our radio shows. Order our books and be sure to get your copy of the book, The Female Solution. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to thank all of you who participated in today's discussion. And to our global family listening from all around the world, we say thank you. To our family in China, Sheshe, India, Zanyaba, Japan, Alingato. Korea, Kamsamida, Russia, Spasiba, Germany, Danke, Poland, John Kujun, France, Merci, Spain, Gracias, Italy, Grazie, Egypt, Shukran, Ghana, Medasi, Nigeria, Eshe, South Africa, Ngiabonga, Senegal, Jared, Kenya, Asante, Israel, Toda, Pakistan, Shukriya, Afghanistan, Tashakor, Saudi Arabia, Shukran, Assalam alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Thank you, and may peace be upon you and the mercy of God and God's blessing.